Hello everyone, welcome back to RY Regular Conversation Season 4, Episode 1, our first episode. We're going to start off this episode with amazing guests, Jeffrey Ellis, Lily Jacobson, and Makuna Mariseti. Sorry for this little bit loud background, but this is going to be a great introduction since for this episode, we will be discussing about the abortion ban in Texas and its implications on previous rulings and the future of reproductive life. This law, enacted earlier this year in May and commenced at the start of September, allows bans on abortions for women who are pregnant for a greater period of time than six weeks. Rather than relying on the state to enforce the law, Texas encourages private citizens to sue anyone who assists a woman in having an abortion. So this is a quick, brief introduction, and we really hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you. So for today, I just want to thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. Just to start off, my name's Richard. I'm Jeffrey. And I'm Lily. I'm Mokun. All right. As for this episode, we'll be discussing about the abortion ban in Texas and its implication on previous rulings and the future of reproductive life. Basically, this law, enacted earlier this year in May, it commenced at the start of September. What? September? And it allows bans on abortions for women who are pregnant for a greater period of time than six weeks. Rather than relying on the state to enforce the law, Texas encourages private citizens to sue anyone who assists a woman in having an abortion. Thank you, Richard. The Justice Department intervened, filing a new lawsuit against the state of Texas. The Biden administration charged the state acting in open defiance of the Constitution noting that the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey decisions in 1992 barred states from prohibiting abortions before a fetus can survive outside the womb or around 24 weeks of pregnancy. All right, all right, all right. There are many that claim that this law is unconstitutional and an overstep of Texan government's power, stating that it is a clear violation of many of the Constitution's amendments most notably the 14th Amendment. But, and however, others believe that this falls in line with the Constitution and does not violate in any way. The decision that lies with the courts as to whether or not this law is constitutional holds large implications, especially in terms of other states' rights to regulate abortion more strictly as well, making this both an extremely controversial yet pressing topic. Good job. The abortion argument was previously disputed in the 1973 Roe v. Wade Supreme Court case. Henry Wade, the district attorney of Dallas County, passed a law that prohibited women from having an abortion unless the doctor deemed it necessary to save the woman's life. Jane Roe, an alias to protect the actual person's privacy, accused that the law went against her constitutional rights. There is also the necessity of the per- preservation of life, which also took shape in this court case. Instead of outlawing all laws restricting abortion, the laws the Supreme Court has designated were in relation to the time of abortion to balance out these opposing ideas. Those in the first trimester were given complete control over 
their decision, which say between a doctor and a woman. The second trimester gave the state some restrictions of abortion, primarily to protect the health of the woman. In the final trimester, I'm gonna be honest, all control was given to the states to make a decision on whether or not they could continue with abortion. The question now lies with whether this recent Texas law tips this balance and breaches the previously agreed ruling in this case from the Supreme Court. Looking further into each side's arguments behind the reasoning for the Roe v. Wade decision will hopefully give a better background of this debate. For those who think the law is, is constitutional, they believe that banning an abortion is for the sole purpose of protecting human life. They argue that abortion puts the potentiality of human, risk, of human life at risk. All right. Next, the idea of preserving life stems back to the original creation of the Declaration of Independence, which, obviously, our founding fathers arguing for the guarantee of life, what, liberty, and what, and the pursuit of happiness based around ideas formed during the Enlightenment, okay? Now, these have carried over throughout our country's history. Which country? The United States, including in the creation of the Constitution. Therefore, not all, but some argue that there should be regulations to preserve the potentiality of human life. With whose opinions? Everyone's opinions, ranging from partial restriction on abortion to its full ban. However, others who argue against the constitutionality of the law will claim the right to privacy that is present in the 1st, 4th, 5th, 9th, and 14th Amendments of the Constitution. Quoting the main passage of the Constitution that organizes our argument, located in the 14th Amendment, quote, No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. There's a lot to unpack here, so let's go step by step. The first important idea is that states must oblige the privileges and immunities of the citizens. The privileges and immunities mentioned here are those designated in the Privileges and Immunities Clause, which prevents states from treating either its citizens or citizens of another state in a discriminatory manner. The argument here is that they believe Texas abridged the ruling of Roe v. Wade and discriminated against their citizens by putting them under a limitation that no other states follow. Another argument from this side is also located within the 14th Amendment, that being the Due Process Clause. The primary argument here is that this clause designates a right to privacy to all citizens, which includes pregnant women. Thus, any legal action taken against women who choose to have an abortion they believe would be a breach of their privacy and therefore unconstitutional. Reviewing the Roe v. Wade court case would prove extremely useful in determining the constitutionality of this law if it went to the Supreme Court. Although both sides have solid arguments, looking into the reasoning for why the Supreme Court chose the balance they did should provide insight as to if these stricter rules would be considered an overstep of power. While we wait for the updated Supreme Court ruling regarding abortion, we hope that you take all perspectives into consideration. This is not meant to convince you one way or another, but simply to provide more information. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast episode. And I'm very glad that you guys enjoy our amazing episode. Once again, guys, thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your day.